Hey nerds, it is the three of us talking The Last of Us. You got myself, Denise, you've got Shauna, you've got Mariah. We are the spirited nerds, three of the four. Unfortunately, we had a tech issue with our fourth nerd. Um, But three of the spirited nerds here, we are just nerds who drink and talk nerdy things. Tonight, again, is the topic of The Last of Us, episodes five through nine through the series finale. But first, we're going to talk about what we're drinking. So, Shauna, going to kick it over to you. What you drinking? I have tonight a tequila margarita. Um, it's a June Shine Spirits, which is really nice. I like my margaritas on the rocks, and even though this is in a can, it tastes like a margarita on the rocks. So I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Of so funny you said tequila margarita. Do you make margaritas with something else? No, I don't. But it says tequila margarita on the can, so I'm just trying to be accurate. Interesting. See, look. Okay. <laughs> I believe you, but it was just funny. You said a tequila, you specifically a tequila margarita. So I was like, what else would you make? Yeah, I don't know. With? I had the same question, but it just to be accurate, if, if anybody out there is curious about get, picking up a June shine margarita, I, I just wanted to know them to know what they can do to find the. the are these the kombucha thing. people too? They are the kombucha people. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't put yes. it past them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a vodka right. soda that was really nice, and they had a mule that was really good. Um, next on deck is going to be a mango margarita from them. So it was a nice little mix pack. Okay. But started with the All sea right. salt and lime. Okay. Yeah. Mariah. You guys are going to be so proud of me. I am already because you already. were shaking. I am already. drinking a buzz ball. No, um, Mio <laughs> vodka this week. <laughs> Switching it up. And let me tell you, I'm just about halfway through and these things are strong. 15% alcohol these little balls so what nice is it what kind of, what kind of alcohol is it so it says orange wine with cream and natural flavors <laughs> it kind of tastes like amaretto a little bit um if anyone actually is on our tiktok i made a video so this choco chiller this is the flavor of the buzz ball it's great with iced coffee like if you need to get your brunch going early iced coffee in one of these it's the way to go Orange cream. You said something about chocolate. I think you just don't have to worry about what's in it. (laughs) (laughs) Worry about the taste. It's one of those. And that it gets you drunk. No. Don't ask too many questions. Back in the day, like you used to have a mad dog. Yeah, who who knows what's in one of those? You just drank it. Who read the ingredients? What's what's the wine on the bottom shelf? It's not like the barefoot. It's the, there's this one specific wine where it's just like Boone's Farm. Man, nope, you just. Drink it. You don't worry about what it is. I feel like that's got to be an East Coast thing. What do you think, Ryan? I don't know if I know that one. I think, it's- I mean, Mad Dog or um, we did like the box wine. That was always one. But Mad Dog 2020 or um, they're like bo- Boomers or, or Boomer Wines or I something. Boone's like Farm. That. That's what it is. Boone's Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, wine. yeah. Yep. Shawna, you don't want to know it. It is broke college student. I have $5 in my name. Let me and- tell you something. <laughs> this wasn't even college. When I was in high school, oh, wow. there was, remember Rossi? Oh, the, yeah. The jugs, the, the glass jugs, jugs of wine. So sure. There were these two boys. And when we would go out in high school, I know. But it was like the house parties. That was what they had. We call them the Rossi boys. And I was the first lady of the Rossi boys. <laughs> and we would buy a giant jug of wine and just and just drink it. Drink those. And if you're listening, mom, I'm just kidding. It actually didn't happen. 
I love this so also, much. Also, a disclaimer: we we uh, advocate to drink responsibly. Twenty one. Oh yes. Also, actually, yeah. If you're if you're under twenty one, and this never didn't happen, I'm just kidding. It never, never happened. Responsibly. And I waited until I was twenty one for my first sip. I mean, we're past the statute of okay. limitations well, on underage well, drinking, are we not? You said what? I said we're past the statute of limitations on underage drinking, are we not? No one's gonna roll up and be like, Mariah." No, I mean we are. we are. We so are. We are all of our age, absolutely. Yes, a, very. Absolutely. Some twice over in some cases. So do what I say, not as I do. Okay, Mariah. Has spoken. Oh yeah, Buzzball, sponsor us. Mariah I needs more buzz balls in her life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had a happy hour tonight. Actually, I was in my I was in the elevator going home and got stopped by coworkers. It's like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going home. No, you're not. Come have a drink with us. I'm like, all right. You twisted my arm. So <laughs> went out and uh, had Sean. If funny you said mango margarita because that's what I had. Yeah. I had nice. a few glasses of a spicy mango margarita. Um, I had all the plans in the world of coming home and surprising you and making a gin ricky and trying it, but that'll have to wait. I honestly was so, really excited for your reaction to a gin ricky after all this time. I was going to have one for you live on air, but um, that the mango <laughs> spicy mango margaritas took precedence. Um, I have a Vienna lager. I'm just sipping on a beer tonight. Well, that's nice, though. Just to chase those margs. What's in the gin, Ricky? I think I, I might have missed. It's gin and club soda and lime juice. That's it. That's it. Oh. But I just use my like lime right. seltzers and some gin. It's just very easy to throw together when I'm scrambling to come on a podcast. Yeah, right. I'm not a gin <laughs> fan. But she Ooh. has it so much. I'm like, let me just try it. <laughs> that was definitely a call. I, I was into gin, Seagram's in early college. I don't know why it's disgusting. Anyway, the Mariah again, flashbacks. Do as I say, now as I do, for all those that are under twenty-one. I can't wait for all of the Mariah flashbacks. We're gonna get this episode. I'm so right. excited. I hope we don't. What else could we get of apocalyptic? I don't know. Maybe your Coachella. Maybe you have some Coachella stories that run linear to to apocalyptic times. Yeah, we'll see what comes out. We'll see. <laughs> um, Get that girl another buzz ball. <laughs> All right. So we start episode five, fresh <laughs> off of the emotions of losing Bill and Frank. Uh, we have at the end of episode four, we meet Henry and Sam, who anybody who's played the video game already knew in your heart where that was going. So episode five, uh, we learned that we are in Kansas City, which they call Kill a City. So we got Killer City Kathleen running around trying to vindicate her brother's death as well as um, her other people, her other friends that she lost. Um, so thoughts on, again, just not so much the zombies in these episodes and more focusing on the people in mm -hmm. the front half of that episode. And episode so I think four. the last time, because I was just listening because um, I hadn't watched it yet. I know Denise had mentioned about Kathleen and like her being a really weird choice for a leader. So when I got up to that, I felt that too, you know, and then even after watching five, it still didn't really make sense to me how she was leading. Like I get, we get to the point that it was her brother and she wants to avenge him, but I feel like 
just in society now and in society then it's going to be very male like i just don't it just didn't seem realistic that this woman was still just because it's her brother that she would be the leader like there had to have been like a second man to him that would have stepped up and taken that role like unfortunately we're just in a society where it's really hard to see like especially for a woman to be in power now like so now there's gonna be a woman in power in like apocalyptic times when all these men are like ravaging and raping and being like there's no rules like why would a woman be in power like why would they let that happen so it just didn't they didn't maybe give an explanation that made me believe it that she was like the leader of this like i get it was you know it was her brother and that could have maybe put her in like a higher position because she wants all these things for him but for her to be like top dog I, I wasn't really buying it. Um, and it just didn't really, I don't know, make sense for me to be in, for her to be in that role with the explanation that they gave. I mean, I would love it, but it just didn't make sense. Um, for me, it wasn't so much that a woman was in the role. It was her specifically like Sean. I feel like you'll be proud of me. I started watching party down yeah. I think I'm halfway through season one. Excellent. So, so like a Jane Lynch character who also was in, what was that? Uh, Fuck my life. Wreck-It Ralph. You know who's got oh, that yeah. big bad, I'm like, I command mm-hmm. armies and like yeah. squads. She seemed more like a squad leader type of person. Like if it were a Jane Lynch type of character, I'm in. I'm I fully I'm bought in on how she is leading these people yeah. in in an apocalyptic manner. Versus what we had <laughs> no i see what you're saying yeah maybe not necessarily not a woman but she yeah. was, like her character was very still like even though she's like yeah shoot him kill him like she was still trying to be like direct she didn't have like that powerful like woman i don't know like i yeah woman king like vibe where you just really thought she was like the leader exactly yeah i kind of think though that like i i hear what you're saying mariah and i i actually like agree with your assessment but it makes to me it makes sense that she's the leader and i think it's because what we learned was that her brother was his name michael was more of a forgive and forget let's try to do this and retain our humanity type of rebel leader whereas Mm -hmm. after he died she was like oh, burn it all down. I don't give a fuck. And all the guys around there who had been trying to like follow this more compassionate leader was like, oh, she wants to burn it all down? We've been fucking waiting for that shit. And so they were just like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it all in the name of quote unquote revenge. And like, let's just, let's just find a new leader who is in her cause. So I know in the last time we were talking about this, we were trying to figure out like what her cause was and her cause turned out to be pretty simple because it was just revenge. Like, Michael had a loftier cause. Her brother had a, you know, the government is bad and, and Fedra is evil. And, like, he, he seemed to have a loftier cause for what he was doing. But hers is just, burn it down, they killed my brother. That's, that's fucking it. And that's really simple. That's a really simple rallying cry for people. And she was all about destruction. So they were like, yeah, we can fucking sh- set shit on fire. That's great. Yeah, I guess you just have to assume that he was a very, very, like, respected man. Like, her yes. brother was, yes. I mean, like, I mean, he had to have been, like, so much that people were able to just rally around revenge as, yes. alone. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, people definitely respected who he was and what he was doing. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And to me, mm-hmm. and to me, because he seemed to be very 
transparent about the fact that he did want to be compassionate and he did want to preserve life. Like people outside of of her of Kathleen knew that he wanted her to spare Henry, right? So they knew what his real wish was, but she was giving them an excuse to fucking just run rampant and cause murder and and set everything on fire and they were like oh this is great we love this we love this look for us so yeah the compassion that we were talking about is the fact that her brother um was turned over to the federal agents by henry who wanted to save his little brother sam because sam has leukemia so sam needs medication so in in michael's eyes it's like okay i've lived my life here's a little boy who has a chance to also live so i understand why he's doing this but Kathleen, not so much to her. It doesn't matter. That's her brother, which I get. But yeah. that's where yeah. Michael was like, no, have leniency. Don't go after revenge. Uh, she's blinded by revenge. And to the point where she leads her people into their death. I mean, unknowingly. I mean, there's yeah. no way she would have known that zombie horde was going to come out the way they did. Yeah. But she's so hell bent on it. She brings everybody to this one spot to basically kill Henry and Sam. Um after a sniper who was in the game, sniper calls for Kathleen to say they're here. So we've been zombie free for, I feel like an episode and a half. And then all of a sudden we get all the zombies we could ever want, Mm -hmm. (laughs) including a bloater, a a beautiful, just (laughs) oozing, just, I need to take five seconds and take five steps bloater. He was marvelous. Have you seen the man under the suit? Because goddamn. No. No, I didn't. That suit was like 200 pounds, so they had to find like a specimen of manhood to get in that thing and wander around in it. And he is a very fine-looking gentleman. I don't know his name, but good for him uh, for getting under all that makeup. And I think it's fair that we (laughs) refer to them as just cordyceps because I would tell you, I cannot stand zombies anymore that word is too long for me to say after a night well, well now it's, I, and now it's like it's... infected right they're the infected they're not okay, the I can, I'll, I'll, we'll infected. be in the middle we'll say the infected because i think i said last time you know i i was kind of hesitant watching it because i was like so over the walking dead and like yeah. these zombie things but this is this is just not that this is all no. like a lot more story and mm-hmm. the infected are just a part of it so Let's put some respect on the cordyceps infected. and not call them zombies. We'll call mm-hmm. them infected. I mean, they are. I I'll meet you in the middle. Infected. Infected. Because I, uh, I want to circle back to this at the end of the episode, too, because this is this episode really cemented one of the like nightmarish themes for me of this show. Do you want to wait till the end? Do you want to talk about it now? Well, I guess, do you want, you both look so intrigued. Do we want to talk about it now? Do you want to talk about a nightmarish theme? Why would you want to go into that right now? Well, because in our last episode, we kind of introduced the idea that maybe you were still inside when the cordyceps, like Mm -hmm. fungus took over. And one of the things that we go on in this journey is Sam revealing to ellie because they form this very beautiful special bond they're both kind of kids in the apocalypse and it was just they got to have fun that nursery underground bunker was very creepy but they did enjoy it they had fun they read comic books um but sam's scariest like fear or 
Sam's biggest fear was that he was going to be a monster and be, still be awake inside his monster mind. Um, mm -hmm. And that was so, so sad when it was a big reveal that he's bitten. And then, um, you know, him and Ellie, Ellie, Ellie for the first time mm -hmm. is like, I'm going to save somebody because I know I have this immunity. She couldn't, she couldn't save Riley. And we're going to talk about Riley in a little bit, but she couldn't save Riley because she didn't know. So this is her first chance to like put it to the test. This is very pivotal for her, for her character. Um, but then even then, like Sam in his beautiful, youthful, like optimism, he doesn't fall asleep. He he faces the other way because he is deaf and he knows that they are hearing monsters, but he knows his his hearing isn't going to pick up on Ellie waking up in the morning. So when he like turns, he makes sure he's facing away from her so that she could, in theory, get away. Um, that's not how it all plays out, but it's just so sad to think about him turning and thinking, I'm going to face away from my friend. I'm going to try to save her in the last way that I can before I don't have any more bodily autonomy. Um, and that to me was just so sad. One of the, like this whole episode was so heartbreaking, but mm -hmm. like that little thing to me, it was just, it, oh man, that was nightmarish to think about and so sad to watch on screen that actor is so good he like won me over in the what 40 minutes we had with him yeah. cry thinking about sweet it boy sweet boy yeah. yeah from maryland hockey fan that's right and i saw that that was so he i saw a video where he met ovi that was also pretty oh that's awesome pretty yeah the, yeah. Uh, yeah and i guess like the clickers all came out in their practical makeup and they all let him see him and like get acquainted but it was Oh, just, you would have to do that to me. You oh, would yeah. a thousand percent have to show me <laughs> yourself and that, hey, Denise, it's me under here. Like, I look terrifying, but at yeah. the end of the day, it is still me. No, I need first time. If, mm -hmm. it, I need real reaction time. It's hard for me to fake the funk. So mm -hmm. if I see you before, it's not going to happen. I need like shock value. Some if you want, do. if you want a good take of me doing anything, it needs to be the first time. You'll still get shock value out of me, but I need I need toe in the water. Let's dip in first. Let's go shallow. <laughs> Let's walk in, ease it, ease it in. I can't have it. <laughs> I can't get it all at once like that. My gosh. Yeah. That would terrify me. But this also terrify is me. Yeah, absolutely. This this is also the episode where we get like very hard confirmation that Joel is deaf on his right side. And so after like in all of the episodes going forward, like Ellie, the way that Ellie is positioned in the frame is like she's always on his left side or if she is on her right side if she is on his right side it's in a situation where he she's trusting his instincts to do the right thing so it's just like this show is just so brilliant in so many ways but um introducing that kind of the dynamic where she's like i know i can say whatever i want over here and you're going to be able to anticipate my movements like get with it and we see that to play out in the infected scene where they're running around like maniacs trying to um escape the herd of bloaters and yeah and he's like do you trust me and she's like okay and then mm -hmm. that she just looks up at the house like put your money where your mouth is bitch i'm running and she goes through that whole herd and he clears her path and it's like it just this for me is also like a turning point in their bond mm -hmm. 
that child infected. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-mm. Want to know parts of her. No, um, Henry, unfortunately, seeing that his brother has been turned. Oh, boy. He, he does the thing that he knows is right is to protect Ellie in that moment and shoot his brother and kill his brother. Yeah. But man, that hell, what have I done? And my gosh, mm-hmm. and then killing himself. Yeah. So yeah. I watched the playthrough before I watched the series. So I actually knew that was coming. So I was mm-hmm. kind of prepped for it, but I still wasn't prepped for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, seeing a live action kind of, man. Well, I mean, it's like, that was, you know, I think like last ep- you know, last episode, you guys talked about part one. I think everyone said that they would kill themselves off you know, before something like this happens. And, yeah, we did. You know, oh, we did. <laughs> firmly believe on it. Still stand and, on that. And him <laughs> keeping his brother safe. I mean, that that was the thing he loves. That was the thing that mm-hmm. kept him going. I mean, he, what is he going to stay alive? I mean, what more is there of, of his life? Why would he stay alive any longer? It was just a decision. Like, he's gone. I've done it. I yep. could become him. Like, I, we- I'm just going to end it we made it this far What's and the that's the end mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. but then so yeah. a lot of this too and i, I don't want to jump forward too much but a lot of this episode as i'm looking back really sets up the finale in a lot of ways um mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like we just talked about kathleen and like how her only motivator is revenge and yep. she takes di- like she's gonna burn it all down for her brother in the finale, there's a whole lot of talk about what did Joel do the right thing? Because he went, fuck you guys. I have one purpose in this life and it's to get my girl out of this hospital. And we also get the big reveal that the guy who shot and missed Joel when he tried to die by suicide was like, so he also was in Henry's position at one point when his daughter Sarah died. He decided, I have nothing to live for. Why am I trying to survive this apocalypse? But in that moment, he realizes that if you live long enough, you can find a new purpose. But Henry didn't know that. Henry was still so young at that point, and he just didn't miss. So there's a lot of things in this episode that just really set up the finale, looking back. Mm-hmm. Again, this show's fucking brilliant. So. Yeah. Pretty brilliant. Um, also, I add, before brutal. we move on, I think... <laughs> what was that? I just she just said, called out the fact that it's also brutal. I said it's brutal. Oh, yeah. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think also, like, Ellie, in the moment that she gave him the blood, like, she truly thought that was, like, the cure. Like, that's what's going to do it. And the fact that it didn't, and she, you know, if I was her in that situation and I thought that was going to be the cure and the next morning someone else turned, I think my whole spirits would have just dropped. Like she, yeah. even after that moment, even after her being so convinced, like, no, my blood's good. You know, my blood has the cure. I'm going to do it. And she didn't do it. She still stayed pretty strong to continue on on this mission. And I thought that she, they could have had a moment or, you know, an episode or something where it shows her kind of completely losing it, I guess, like being like, it's not true. It's not real. What you're saying about me is I don't have the cure, but Mm -hmm. she really didn't at all. And I think it leads in a little bit into the, the next episode. It talks a little bit more about like where she's from and what she went through. And even into the finale as well about how like tough she is and like 
she didn't once shake or, or like, or I don't know what the correct word is, but she didn't once like think that she wasn't the cure, even after that one incident. Yeah, she yeah. had crazy conviction, and it it was it was only made stronger. Like she couldn't save Riley, and then she thought she could save Sam, but she said, "Okay, maybe it's not my blood. Maybe it's something else that I just don't have access to. Maybe it's more complex than that." But it drove her right to the end for sure. But yeah. she, it just it. And she could have not thought that way at all. I would have been yeah. like, "Oh, this is stupid. Like, no, this is all a lie. I can only yeah. save myself. Like this, it's not a cure for anybody else." And could have totally just been like, "Let's turn around. I'm done." And Joel gave her all the opportunity to do that. Joel, after yeah. like after so long, was just like, "We don't, we don't have to. We could just go hang in Wyoming with Tommy. We could just go do that." Are you sure? And she was like, "No, it's got to be for something." Yeah. So yeah. Well, speaking of Wyoming and Tommy, yep. episode six is where we find ourselves. Jackson, Wyoming. A puppers runs up on him and basically can smell if you are infected or not. <clears throat> of course, he runs up to Joel. Joel is clean. But you get that tense moment where you're trying to figure out, is the dog going to smell the infection on Ellie? Um, they let us believe that the dog will, but then they become BFFs. Let him in the gate and we find Tommy. Mm-hmm. Also, we had that amazingly cute old native couple where he comes yeah. in. Oh, yes. Yes. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, thought they were completely crazy. (laughs) They didn't shoot me. By the way, he's like, I can see. Like, oh my god, you made him soup. Cool. (laughs) It was just. I did. God, I loved them. They, they, they. We needed them in this episode for sure. They were so cute. Yeah. Uh, Yes, but now we're in. Now we're in Jackson. But they also say like, there's a death river, and like we see what they do to the bodies, and at the time, yeah. Everyone kind of plays it off like, oh, it's definitely the communists. But then after you get like a couple episodes later, you're like, maybe those aren't the bodies they're finding in the river. Because they don't seem that far away from the fucking sect of David. Nope. Maria pretty much confirmed, nope, those are her people. Those are raiders that come in and try them and they leave them out there. So, yeah, Maria lets us know. <laughs> I, w- I will say that I really like the pace of this series so far. I mean, we're in episode six and he's found his brother. Like that was like a huge part of the mission, but we've already mm-hmm. gotten there. This is not like this. Now maybe I'll talk about it more at the end, but like, this is just a really good paced, no questions asked, no fluff and fillers like series so far. Yeah. Do you think that's because it's following the video game? Cause this is what happens in the game. I don't know. Never played the game, but oh. if, if the video if the video game is doing something right, I guess because I I do like how we're getting to things. Yeah, and it's and again I have to like reference The Walking Dead because Ooh, my, yeah. like no, it's, it's just so much of like okay again and again and again here we are like we get it and this is like no questions I have no questions like I'm getting what I need to get and we're getting to where we need to go. You're gotcha. on the main quest okay. line. We're getting through shit. Yeah. We're not we're not bogged down with like. You know, so maybe everybody needs quests. to do this game, video game. No, not everybody thing. needs to do it. No, not no. Like everybody does not skip. need to do it. <laughs> Get um, me to where I need to go. Before we move on, can I talk about Maria for a second? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're there. Listen, I don't know where you'd move on to. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to make sure this is heard. So I don't know mm-hmm. who else recognized that actor, and my phone. True Blood. 
True Blood. Okay, as soon as I saw her, I was like, <gasps> it's Tara. It's Tara. And I immediately mm-hmm. was like, HBO, it, don't you fucking dare. It, you fucking take your hands off her. Because what they did to her in True Blood <laughs> was so egregious that I am still not over it. And she's back on HBO. And I was like, if you fucking try that shit again, I will lose my goddamn mind. So I don't care so if one admit- person listens to this and like is like true hey hbo don't fuck with her one person needs to know that i take this very seriously and i will be fucking pissed go ahead denise i feel like writers everywhere (laughs) just i feel like they someone is writing a script tonight and they just shook because they're like oh shauna is on a they fucking better i don't so i don't remember i remember true blood i remember she was in true blood true blood also came out i feel like God only knows how many years ago, 20 years ago, something like that. What happened to her in True Blood that has you so riled up? Because I don't recall. Okay. So here's the thing. (laughs) On True Blood, she was, her character was named Tara. And Tara was almost like a mission statement for the show in a way. She was like in the first scene of the pilot. She was a fucking core character. Not only did they do her character super fucking dirty, they took her away from like all of her core values in a way that was just like, what the fuck are we up to? They just every at every turn or at every turn, they just did her so wrong. And then at the end of her storyline, they killed her off screen. No one saw it. It was just all of a sudden her mother wailing about how they killed her girl, Tara. And then everyone was like, oh, Tara's gone? And then they just fucking were moving on. And it was like, excuse you, this we are we are like what five like five seasons in, and you took one of the core characters of this show and killed her off screen in a battle and didn't even like give us a good send-off. It was horrendous. Like they mm. just that her whole oh man, because she was just such a great character at the start, and every time they could fuck her, they did. It was terrible. It was awful. Hmm. Look, well, any anybody who has her in this one episode, did they, make up they did. For it? In this one episode, yeah. they did great. And if we return to Wyoming and she just like mysteriously died, I will fucking riot. She's pregnant, right? She is pregnant. She is very so this is the thing: if they, if they like Blake. And this is it. If we come back and she like quote unquote like died in childbirth, even though she's like three months pregnant and it's off screen and she's just not there anymore, I'll be so fucking mad. So fucking mad. What's her name? I'm gonna okay. find this actor's name because In the moment though, Justice uh she's pretty <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> badass. Um that whole town just looks like somewhere I'd stay. If I oh, yeah. found my way there during the apocalypse, I feel like I'd I'd give it a go. I, I oh, wouldn't yeah, be so definitely. quick to take myself out. Uh, they had sheep and animals. Um, Shauna, what are you trying to show us? I just wanted to say her name. It's Rutina Wesley. Is the okay. is the actor? Yeah, say her name. Say her name, Rutina Wesley. She's fucking phenomenal. Thank you, Shana. HBO. I'm coming Thank for you. Shana. If you fuck with her, I'm coming for you. Mariah <laughs> has Netflix, and I have <laughs> HBO and Rutina Wesley. All right. I will let you move on. (laughs) 
All I was saying was I would give it a go in Jackson, Wyoming. I would not be so quick to uh, unalive myself during the apocalypse if I found myself in a Jackson, Wyoming. Yeah, but was that 20 years later? Uh, Mariah, I don't know. <laughs> it is, yeah. I, maybe. It was, we saw it 20 years later. Yeah, so make it 20 years first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, It's okay. Mariah and I can be Mariah can and I can be at the other end of the spectrum today, and Denise can try to contain us. <laughs> I, I cannot play that role very well. Um, so, yeah, I'm on Buzzball number two, and let me just say, Buzzball, if you're looking to sponsor us, oh, your lime Rita chiller is amazing. There we go, but not the pineapple one. But this one's good. So, if if, if anyone from Buzzball is listening to our podcast. I you know what to do. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Andrew. All right. You can edit up that jingle. You can edit actually Absolutely just edit it and add it to the end. Absolutely not. We're keeping it in. To a jingle? <laughs> like a it's the buzz ball. It's so good. This baby to the news. This is my favorite. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. I'm so excited, everybody. <laughs> You know what? The show is super fucking dark. So let's just bring some joy. <laughs> you know what? That is absolutely true. Because I was going to say, I talk about how Ellie, they were trying to make Ellie be a child. And Ellie was like, fuck that. Ellie I'm not a child. Not... I'm here on some adult shit. Yeah. I'm here to save the world. God damn. Yeah, like, this is a, a civilization. You can't speak like that here. And she's like, oh, fuck you. She's like, like, what the fuck is wrong with that yeah. kid? And they're like, whoa, she's a kid. She's, yeah. That's exactly what she is. She's a child. And then she goes in that room and she's like, is this all they had to worry about is boys and their hair and school? Yeah. They were kids. Yep. <laughs> she's never try known that life. She doesn't even know what a kid that. is. Like, what do kids do? Yeah. No. Try Try it sometime. Try being a child. Um, but so she's on her. I'm here to, I have a mission. And Joel has been walking around having panic attacks thinking mm-hmm. about Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um, and tries to enlist Tommy to take her out. Even though he knows it's dangerous, even though he knows his wife is pregnant, he's like, hey, can you please take her to, where are they trying to go right now? Colorado? To Colorado. No, not even. They're trying to go like three days over. They're not trying to go very far. I thought it was like Colorado. I don't know my American geography. At that point, they're trying to get to Colorado. They're trying to get to the Firefly Hospital, wherever they're trying to go. Joel enlists okay. Tommy. Tommy Tommy finally at some point says yes. I cannot imagine that that conversation with him and Maria went. I, he, mm. There's no way he even asked Maria because you uh-uh. can't tell me Maria said yes. Take her. There's no way. No way. But I don't uh, know. Well, you know, the thing is, though, they have Maria immediately tries to warn Ellie about Joel. So there is that dynamic where she's like, you're not safe with him. He's not a great person. And Ellie's like, fuck you, give me my diva cup. Like, sure, whatever. Um, Okay, cut my hair. Give me your purple coat. So she immediately does try to kind of say, Ellie, you might be safer with us. So maybe it was okay, but also she might have also just been like, go, let her see, come home. Like, don't fuck around. Don't be a hero. Like, don't be Joel. Joel is reckless. Joel will get everybody killed. Don't, like, 
don't let Joel lead people back here. Like, it could have just been one of those conversations. Right. Tommy agrees. He's going to take her. But then we see Joel down in the stables <laughs> trying to steal a horse. <laughs> like, I and Tommy's like, I would have just let you had it. Like, yeah. you didn't have to steal it. And tells, basically, he tells Ellie, look, make a decision. And Ellie's like, you, boom, throws her stuff mm-hmm. in his chest. And then they're off on this beautiful, majestic beast. Yeah. And I, w- I want to pause here because this is a recurring theme where Joel wants Ellie to have the choice. He is always trying to give her the autonomy of her own fate until the finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until the very last yeah. minutes of the of the finale. The lengths he goes through to give her the autonomy and the the ownership yeah. of her own life choices <laughs> until like 3 minutes left in the series. In series. Cuz he like care, you know, he cares about her. He does, yeah. but he also he knows not his child. He, mm-hmm. he he just knows that I, I can't control her. I'm not going to make yep. the decision. Like if she wants to do it, she wants to do it. Like kind of just has like that attitude. Like do whatever yep. you want. Yep. So it's still a little bit at this point. It's kind of he's like almost almost there to where he's like hundred percent. Like this is my you know I'm taking care of this child. This like she is my child. Yeah. So he's yep. still a little like uh, she's just some girl I'm. And I think part of it, I think part of it is too, that he knows her well enough by now to know that that's Mm -hmm. what she values. She values the choice. She Mm values, like, you cannot tell her what to do. She has oldest daughter syndrome. She's like, fuck you. You can't do, I'm not going to do what you tell me. You have to let me choose my, my way forward. He knows that about her. And he yeah. does not want to take that away from her, even though he tries again and again to tell her what to do or to to set her up for better circumstances. Mm-hmm. He knows that that like violates one of her core values, and so he backs off and he says, "Okay, what do you want to do?" Yeah. yeah. And every time she chooses to save the world and stay with Joel, those are the two things that she's consistent about in this season that we see. Yeah chooses joel to help be a partner in saving the world they get to where they're going and find it like deserted they they're gone again maybe they're in utah who knows where they are band of men come um they kill one which up to now hasn't very seen since like very significant because they're always murdering people left and right but this one murder specifically comes back in another in the next episode and joel is gravely injured in that fight so my notes say big stab. <laughs> big stab. That's what my notes say. Big stab. It was a very big stab. But also it don't take it out. Thing. Like I know you ha- didn't go to like. Yeah. Like you didn't do first aid 101 in the apocalypse. Really? Like don't take out the giant stabby stick. <laughs> Leave it in mm-hmm. for transport. That's going to help you out a lot. Please. Big stab. All right, well, Off my list of things to talk about. <laughs> David's watching us on, Episode on Twitch going, seven, oh my huh? god, ladies, come on. David's watching us on Twitch being like, seriously, stop. He's not. No, he's That's not. That's a joke. <laughs> Poor David, no. <laughs> Poor David. <laughs> Although I will say, when we get there, when I saw your when I saw the, the notes for this podcast and there was a card just called White David, I laughed out loud. 
For reasons. For a yes. reason? I understood the reasons. I just saw it and went... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Episode seven. We see the Riley backstory. We we know Ooh, Ellie has yes. a best friend named Riley. We know that something happened with the two of them. Mm-hmm. That was the one person that she's killed so far, but we see the whole backstory of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We see the division. Uh, Riley is gone off to join the fireflies whereas ellie is staying back to be in fedra like they're on opposite teams riley wants to give her one final night before she runs off to join the fireflies forever and they run to an abandoned mall Mm -hmm. so riley has this whole night of wonders planned out for her and the first of which is an escalator? No, it was the escalator wasn't one. It was not. But Ellie was just so shocked by it. She was like, "This mm-hmm. has to be it," and she was like, "Yeah, sure, that's." <laughs> you can count yeah, that, that as is. a wonder. For We're sure. just moving stairs. Yeah. So the night of wonders that Riley had planned out for her was the photo booth, the carousel, the escalator, an arcade. Which yes, that should have been it. That was the first one, and then I couldn't figure out the last one. Was it the monster mash? Or just a horror store? Like, what was the, the video last? game store? Did you say that? No, the arcade was yeah, yeah arcade. <laughs> yeah, but no, when they were in like the spirit Halloween store, I was like, yeah. why is this a wonder? What's so special about this spot? Well, I mean, I think you know they're. I mean, what what's her age supposed to be? 16, 17, so 16? Riley's supposed to be turning seventeen because I feel like is it? I think seventeen is when they get their assignment. They age out. And they age yeah. out of like the Fedra school, but Riley in the game is fourteen. I don't really think she's supposed to be fourteen here. I think she's supposed to be a like maybe sixteen. But I I will say that seeing Storm Reed as Riley with Bella Ramsey as as Ellie that did seem like an age difference. But maybe it's just because Storm yes. Reed is so tall. Because yeah. yeah. Storm Reed is hella tall. Yeah. Compared to Bella, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. So maybe think... it's just like the height difference because it, I don't know, but yeah. it, it felt like there was a gap, but they were in the same room. They were in the same classes. So they had to be close to the same age. Close. I mean, I think being, you know, born into the apocalypse and not knowing what was before, like everything is kind of a wonder. I mean, it's true. You, you've never seen it. I think the biggest kind of like moment for me is when she opens up that coin machine and all the money falls out and she's like oh we you know we don't need this like it means nothing like the things that we have in life that are our wants like they mean nothing if we went to apocalypse or something happened or even something like ukraine you know like the things that we care about mean absolute shit and it was just like this i don't know it was kind of like me and eric were kind of kind of talking about it it's just like this weird moment when you kind of think you know in in our you know our lives like so many things don't mean anything like if everything just like blew up right now or we were in a weird apocalypse situation like nothing means it's it's all just stuff well and i think that's and the beauty that of that episode it. Was, it was like all these nostalgic go ahead but i was gonna say i think that's the beauty of setting it at the mall because they have that conversation right yeah. they're like why the fuck would anybody wear g-strings this is so Where, stupid yeah exactly the, how is this practical yeah. but like we live yeah. in a, we live in a consumption state that's we yeah, need it's to all be consumer, consuming it's all we drive the economy wants. 
Yeah. It's, so yeah, it's definitely it's to them. They're just like, did people come here? And yeah, we sure did. We went to malls. They just yeah. enjoyed themselves and walked around like there was yeah. no need or no like for all this like yeah. No. Just mom dropped me off the mall a couple hours. See you later. I just want to be at the mall. That was yes. like the thing. Yeah. I want to be there. Just wanted to be There's at the mall. There's a no concept of that. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. If someone dropped you into a mall today with no recollection of what a mall was, what's something in there that would have been a wonder to you? Like how things were a wonder to Ellie. If I grew up in Ellie's time frame, it might have just been mm-hmm. all the food options. The food court. Like, the food Shana. court might have been like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what yeah. the f- All this fucking food? They just had it? Mm-hmm. They just picked it? <laughs> like, they just... Like, I feel like in that time, that 20 years into an apocalypse, where you were like, Holy shit, Chef Boyardee, that's some gourmet shit 20 years after it expired. Like, going into yeah. a food court might be like... You're like, what the hell is orange chicken and fried rice? Right. Or pepperoni pizza? Like, reading all the options of, like, what the different this? hot dog on a stick? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are you... <laughs> yeah. Like, like reading the descriptions? Ah, just, uh, just... I don't know yeah. where to start. Just in circles of my tray. Mrs. Fields cookies or whatever Ooh. else they have in malls? Like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, what the hell is all of these, op- like, options I, of it's, random I it's, shit? I think it's gotta be that. I feel like with all the different combinations from all the restaurants, you could probably eat there for a million years and never repeat a meal. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not in math. I'm not a math whiz like that, but I feel like but you know the what combinations you are. are endless. You are an <laughs> Excel. You, you are an Excel whiz, and I sh- I am sure you could figure out a formula. You can make an Excel, Excel sheet. <laughs> I just feel like the combinations well, it's are a paper endless. version. Like, it's you start at one restaurant, you have this one meal for breakfast, yeah. and then lunch and dinner. And then yep. just multiple combinations. You could just eat yeah. nonstop for meal, never repeating a meal. It would take yep. you forever to repeat a meal. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, I think that's got to so, yeah. be. And just size too. Like walking into a place and someone telling you, like, yeah, people would come here to hang out or to shop and like buy all their clothes. And be like, like all of this, like the size of it. Like you, we need all of this to buy a pants or a shirt or like an underwear or like like this yes, is like Mariah, way too do. much no it's not too much we need more no will... apocalypse me said that me now said not enough apocalypse <laughs> me said what the fuck is this me, I... me now says you know i will I tell you moving from canada to california it took me a long ass time to get used to like outdoor malls i just like growing mm. up in malls in yeah. canada that are entirely enclosed. Well, it's not just Washington. Virginia is like that. I, I know, but no... in California, malls are not enclosed. In San Diego, yeah, they're outside. malls are not. They're all Same outside. It's vi- and yeah, school, it's crazy. When my kids, yes, my, when my kids went to an outdoor school, I was like, what the I fuck was like, is this? what is happening? Where are your hallways? What is going uh-huh. on? Yeah, no, well, and I don't have a kid in the San Diego school system yet, but like, it took me years to get used to like outdoor malls and Rizzo still makes oh yeah it's it weird time, time it's super weird so even without an apocalypse outdoor malls kind of freaked me out still I'm sorry like I saw that contained mall in like Boston and I was like that's my jam that makes sense to me 
That's nostalgic for me, an indoor mall. With a Target. Oh, man. Let's see it. Well, let me tell you a story about Target, because you mentioned it really quickly. When I was in high school, I remember someone, probably my mom, told me that the the men out front, remember at like Christmas, you know at Christmas time they ring the bell, and I think it's like Salvation Army, they're like collecting the money. I remember there being a thing about Target they had the guy out front ringing the bell, collecting money, but they weren't actually giving the money to Salvation Army. So I remember I was on a huge Target strike in like high school. And I remember I said it once and some girl gave me a side eye. I guess she shopped at Target. But I was like, you shouldn't shop there because they don't give that money to Salvation Army. And look at Target now. And but the Target back then, that was like 12 years ago. Target back then wasn't like the Target it is today. So maybe they've changed. But I remember being anti-Target in high school. You rebel. I love it. That was the Target story. Burn down the establishment, teen Mariah. <laughs> Get it. I support it. <laughs> Drink those non-alcoholic right. beverages <laughs> because you were underage. So they had alcohol. <laughs> Mariah! <laughs> I mean, they did not. They were like those Heinekens. <laughs> Zero Heinekens. I love okay. two Buzz Ball Mariah. Normally, she's like Guys, I we gotta wrap say, this I think up. she's moved on to is it it's a green one that I'm like halfway now? vodka neo, but I'm definitely I love it. Yeah, it's a green one. She's on to another flavor right now. My favorite. Favorite. Okay, here we go. Sweating and turning red and everything. I can see it. Oh, I'm sweating. Even when I see YouTube on Twitch, they can see it. It's dripping. Look at me. I'm I'm glistening. It's a glow. You're just glowing. You're glowing, Mariah. If you're listening to this podcast after the fact, um, definitely join us on YouTube and Twitch. It's a much much better visual effect of what's really happening behind the scenes. Yeah. We got to get a full version of that jingle. So Sure do. <laughs> yeah. When we're sponsored. It may not be in the edited version that Denise does for the podcast. So uh, No, I'd leave it in. You think I wouldn't leave a full version of a jingle in? Well, it was a partial rough draft. The Next partial time. is definitely going in. If you bust out a full version by the time we're done, that's in the we'll beginning see. before the and intro. David did we'll pick see. up a buzz ball because of Mariah, and he just he had technical difficulties. So I think between the two of you and some harmonies, we could have something oh, I'm here. so sad he's not on. I didn't know about know. the buzz ball. He buzz buddies. specifically yeah. picked up a buzz Next ball time. for you, Mariah, and I almost did too, mm-hmm. but then I had tequila in the fridge. Okay, so I'm just going to declare it now. You can edit this out if you want. Next episode, it's all buzz ball episode. Ooh, that's a challenge. Because you only need two. I'm in Maybe it. one, two. Depends how you're feeling. One of us has to remain sober. We all no, we can't fifteen buzz balls. Alcohol. Challenge accepted. It's not me. Not oh, it. Gosh. I'm getting buzz balled. Not it. Oh wow. That means it's me. I know <laughs> no, you can get one. One buzz ball is fine. Two is a little is okay. Three, I'm not sure. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm only on two. So So are we are we're just putting <laughs> off talking about evil white David? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, again, you know how we get when we don't want to talk about things. Let's we move on. So, but we do need to talk Wait about the fact days. that there was something that was woken up in the... Oh, it's yes. It's so funny. They, yes. they go into the toy store, and I'm like, of course, it's an evil doll. Of course, whatever it is, it's of dolls. Of course, dolls it's dolls. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. But a zombie wakes up and attacks Ellie and Riley, mm-hmm. bites them both, 
they decide let's go out poetic, let's lose our minds together and just yep. be here together. And of course, it does not work out that way. And Ellie mm-hmm. ends up having to take out Riley. And that is an off-screen death that I support because that wasn't shown on Thank screen. Thank God. Thank See, that the is the Lord. way you do it, though. Like you give reverence to the character in that way. What they did to Tara was not reverence to the character, but they gave reverence to that moment. And yeah, like, what they did to who? Okay. Tara, Maria. Yeah, you've gone back to yeah. Not yeah, over it. I will back. never be over it. Um, HBO, that, she's coming for you. She's coming, coming for you. you. You do some good stuff, HBO, but that was dirty. Um, but that that was a good off-screen moment, and I liked the reveal of her coming clean to Joel in the finale. Like that's what I had to do for my Ooh. friend. That was that yeah. was the pe- that was the piece of Ellie that she kept most guarded, and that was when you knew like she had tested Joel a lot and like trusting him, but like for mm-hmm. her to come clean mm-hmm. about that, that's her deepest darkest yeah. secret. Um, and I will put a it- pin in that comment. So to talk about when we go to nine, but yes. Yeah. Cause, cause I was, I think, yes. I think I was going to go where you were going to go. So we'll put a pin in it and we'll come back to it in nine. She shares her deepest, darkest secret. Okay. So we'll put a pin. Yeah. In it. Okay. But yeah. All right. And yeah. And it's just more LGBTQ like representation in the story. It confirms mm-hmm. that, like, this is this is the only time that Ellie is happy, like, truly happy. Mm-hmm. She found herself. Mm-hmm. She found it with her best friend. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. Um, so that was that was really beautiful. The other thing about this episode, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but or we've we've been kind of on this episode for a little while. But the other thing about this episode that stood out is um, that Riley is has a reputation for being very dangerous she has a reputation for being very sneaky she has a reputation for being mm-hmm. kind of a badass and she's relegated to like yeah. sewer duty which pushes her to the fireflies versus ellie who's offered a officer track yes and one I'm of the say, i thought that was racist at first that's what i'm I saying that no that's is. where i'm going denise like the yeah. subtext of this is that racism is alive and well because riley yeah. really should be the one on officer track versus ellie who's yeah. just white so she should get officer track so yeah. it's yeah i just I, I it was think so i sent a group text where i said why aren't there more like poc or biopic like groups that we're seeing in, in this show. And obviously maybe they're going off. It was a while back. No one responded. So let me just say that listeners. That's what they think of me. No one responded to me. Um, I said, after watching episode six, the kin, I was like, why are there no, like, I would love to see like a biopic community that's thriving. And we just haven't seen that yet. And because I, I don't remember what, what's her name, the one that he, Maria? Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Rutina Wesley. You know, I know she wasn't, the, she wasn't the only black person in that no. community, but when I saw her, I was like, why aren't there more, like, full? Like, they're, they're in, like, Indian country. I mean, they're in Native American country right now. Like, they're up in Montana. They're up where we could see some thriving, na- maybe Native American communities. Yep. And we haven't seen that, and maybe we'll see it later. But I don't, I don't know. But I would love to see it. So 
mm-hmm. uh, The Last of Us producers, if you're watching this, we need some biopic Native American led communities. But I think two. I think I think that's part of the commentary though, is that there's not. And there's a reason and it's like, well, racism is still to around. Me, the reason is they're off like that that couple was. They're minding their own goddamn business. I would be too. No good. I'm that's standing smart. away from you white people. I'm you over should. here, I'm minding my own business. Yeah, because they'd put you on sewer duty. I'm on my land that I know. What? Because they put you on sewer duty. Don't do that. That's why you're not seeing me. I don't want to be seen. No. Riley knew. But I liked how at the end of that episode, sorry, just if I cut anybody off, but after the episode seven, that is where Ellie switches. You know, she goes from the, I could be an officer and follow the rules to I am going to be the outspoken non-child person that everyone thinks that I am. I'm going to do what I want to do because I have now witnessed death of the person that I love. I had to kill the person that I love. What else is there to live for? And I think she like, does that was, in that's her honor. Point. She's like, I'm not, yeah. yeah. not going to do this. I'm going to do this for Riley now. I will prevent more Riley's I will take on that. Yeah. I will take on that mantle. Um, but I think she needed a she needed a cause. She needed a reason. Yeah, um, yeah, that was it. And and yeah, that that relationship that she had with Riley, that connection, that is what she. That's what started her fight. I think. To, yeah. To be better mm-hmm. and to do better, not the promise of an officer track. She was like, I can do more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just, I just had this super weird thought that, okay, let's say that, that, you know, they both did lose their minds together, mm-hmm. quote unquote, as they become infected. How cliche that would have, if somebody had stumbled on that mall and found two teenage zombie girls, infected girls, I'm sorry, Mariah, walking around the mall. That is very cliche. I just thought about that. And I like, love that for them. Two, I love yeah, that for them. I would say, if I'm, that's where I'd want to go. And just playing arcade games. Yeah. The rest of my day. It's awesome. Mortal Kombat 2 forever? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, we got to come to Psycho White David. And I, yes, Shauna said White David because I wanted to differentiate between our our Black David. Of course. I knew what it meant. I guess you do have to explain, but I just saw it and I was like, that's so close to the mic when you said that. I between um, our David and this psycho yes. white David. So I'm referring to him as white David. Shauna, you do not have to. I can we can call, call him, him David. whatever. Raper Dave. What? Evil David? Evil David. There you go. That's better. We can call him a- Evil him David. We can call him whatever you want to call him. I He's just, evil. I just wanted to differentiate. He has so many yeah, layers evil of evil. And we have good David. We have the good David for sure. Even if he's going to be like... Even if he's going to be like a raider, he's decided in the last episode he was going to be a raider. But Raider David is still miles above Evil David, so we'll take Raider David. Um, but the other thing is, is like, yeah, like, David. <laughs> but like Joel still has Big Stab. He's like in a basement somewhere. Yeah. Um, they're hunkered down in like the suburbs with their horse, um, in a garage. And I, mm-hmm. the whole anytime I come across these apocalypse, yes, I do wonder about what women are doing when they're menstruating. But the other time thing is like, I'm like, how are you feeding this horse? 
Okay, can I just okay? So you made that comment, and then we oh, talked about Wyoming, where they gave her like, you know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna tell this story. Just keep going. <laughs> but like, I like. I liked that they gave her a menstrual cup. That makes sense to me. But also, when they have a horse, I'm like, how are you getting water for this horse? How are you feeding this horse? You guys are down to your last strip of food. So, like, how is this horse still in good condition? I am always wondering about that. Um, so, I guess... How I'm, they take care of the animals. How are they taking... Right? I mean, even now, people care about their dogs and cats and pets more than humans i know and so i actually googled do the infected eat animals and i could not really find a good explanation because i also don't think so i don't think so but i wondered about the giraffes because they're very tall and okay but before them meaty so sorry to cut you off before them when they're driving to so it must have been episode five maybe it was six it was it was i think it was on their way to they were seeing the, the old people but they drive past that giant group of like buffalo oh yeah that are on the side of the road oh no that was on their way to kentucky i think and me and eric both look at each other like why the hell are all these buffalo giant just buffalo. like roaming around free and it's yeah i think it's because the cordyceps do not connect to the animals they can't there's just no way i don't think it's been explained but like that giant group of like 20 or so buffalo was really weird to us and we were like how have the humans not gotten to it how is no one how are these like surviving after 20 years i'm with you this giant group of animals yeah because there's still like deer around and but there's not dogs there's not cats so that's why i was like i feel like i need to google this like i assume they ate those because they're like easy access but the buffalo that were out in the middle of nowhere on the way to Kansas. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. But I'm glad they didn't get the giraffes. Couldn't, could not tell you. All right. So um, evil preacher. Evil David. Evil David uh, finds Ellie in the woods after she kills a deer. They mm-hmm. want to take it because they're hungry. Because mm-hmm. they don't have any food and they have a whole town full of people. And to get by, they're eating each other. I was going to say, they don't have food that's not people they have Ugh. food and they just keep like, up and beef. yeah but they keep showing close-ups of like soup and slop and it's just like oh yeah. no oh dear well even the woman asked didn't she like say when he's yeah. like serving it or something like like what is this today or, or make like makes a comment about like what kind of meat it is when he's like Yes. Giving it to them. And the thing is, obviously her role in the settlement is a cook. And there are very few people who know what are what meat they're being served. But she's the same woman whose yeah. husband just recently died. So mm-hmm. I think that's what she like, what am I serving my daughter this today? Like, is this is this yeah. the guy who gave Joel the big stab? Is this my husband? Uh, I yeah. I yeah. might just not eat today. Like, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she, I think, I get the impression that people who work in the kitchen knows what's up, and she's one of them, but she also knows her husband's recently died. And she's like, I really, I really can't serve this to my child yeah. today. Other times, I guess I'm fine with it, but not today. And you get that too yeah. when the little girl's like, are we going to bury him? Like, So you even get the sense of like, maybe the little girl might know a little bit. <laughs> and he was like, the ground's too cold to dig. And she was like, like oh, is but, it? but we haven't buried anybody in a while. 
So maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's all bad. Evil David, super evil. Yeah, evil David is super evil. And Shauna, you made an episode. You made a comment before where Michael is the kind of person, or he's the kind of leader of like let's retain our yeah. humanity type mm-hmm. of leader. And so. David is try evil. David is trying really hard to hold his group together and make them feel like a group and make and seem like this leader. But he is just this crazy, chaotic, evil person who has mm-hmm. come to this decision of, I need to keep you all alive, so we're just going to start eating each other type yeah. of leader. And I mean, that's as a leader, that is a hard decision to make. The Donald um, family? I mean, a few people have done it throughout history. Right? Do Those not go on Google and Google cannibalism. <laughs> Don't do survival it. cannibalism at that. No. Don't do it. You will see who wins first. And see, Do they go for like the, the... what? Like who? Who do they kill first? The ones the most meaty people, or like know. the most? I don't know. Right, the the meatiest. I I mean I'm hoping so now that we're there's... fatphobic in the in the apocalypse as well because they just. <laughs> I'm the just hoping that they're not killing people, people to eat them, and they're just. Like, oh, you died because letting them die attacked. off. Yeah, I think that's probably, but I don't know. I'm not a cannibal. What do I know? Um, it almost seemed like they probably would get to like a witch hunt where they were like, oh, that person did yeah. something wrong just you're, so they could kill them off and eat them. You're not wrong. It was kind of uh, when he brought the deer in, he was like, look. And I'm like, I guarantee you don't do that every time you kill something. So the fact that you yeah. did it this one time. If you brought this deer in this one time, you're like, look what I killed. I look at my, and I'm like, what am I eating? Because you That's, didn't yes. parade the and last, the last five years. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm with you. This? I think the difference hmm. too is that a leader as described like Michael was, was leading because he had a cause and a purpose and people wanted to follow and fulfill that purpose David, evil David, we learn pretty quickly, wants power for power's sake, even though he frames it like, oh, they just needed a leader and they just kind of happened to nominate me. His, he needs to be in power. That's his personality. He needs to be daddy or father or whatever my heavy, heavy air quotes are implying here because he's fucking evil he needs to be in power that's what he gets off on that's what he enjoys is being the powerful person that's why if any kind of slight or hesitation from his inner circle causes him to lose his mind and become unhinged so he Mm -hmm. it's a different type of leader for sure he's doing it because he needs to have the power versus somebody like michael who had the power because he believed in the cause. Right. Yeah. Well, Ellie ends him. Well, before Ellie ends him, because again, we just, we, we need to pay homage to our beloved horse who unfortunately loses his life in a very traumatic way. Yes. He did his duty. He was a good boy until the end. Justice for Roach. So, wanna... Where'd you go? Mm-hmm. So justice justice for, Roach for Roach from The Witcher. I'm just saying. In general, now oh. all horses are Roach oh, to me. Justice for Roach. I thought you named him. Like, I thought, like, you named him while you were watching the show. But no. Yeah. 
It was funny. I uh, it, this this episode particularly, I saw <laughs> there were like there are two different types of people who watch this show. And on one of them, the person had tweeted like, a, "Oh my god!" Like when he was holding her and calling her, "It's okay, baby girl." Just sad. And they were like, "Oh," like crying. And then the very next tweet, when you scroll up, is somebody had put together like a, a funeral program for the horse. He's <laughs> 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 like, "There's two different. There's two people watching this episode. One who is going to focus on the Ellie and Joel." And then the other one who's like paying homage to the horse. And I'm the man, RIP. I was pissed about the Ugh. horse too. Immediately, I was like, why are you making this about the horse? And also, close the garage and hide your horse. Hide your horse. What are you doing? Please? I was really upset. Ugh. Um, episode nine, the, f- the season finale, we see Ellie's mom running through the woods. She is in very, very, very heavy labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and gives birth to Ellie, but gets bit in the process. So we kind of see why Ellie is immune, um, yeah, to the infection. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom just basically tells Marlene, "I cut the cord before I was bit," and we all know that's a lie. Yeah. Um, but Marlene takes her, promises to take care of her, shoots her mom, um, and yeah, we get that pivotal scene where Joel. Basically, gets her to the hotel, gets her to the hospital, and they see giraffes. Yeah, that was a cool moment. Lose my shit. That was a really cool moment. That was super. That was super cool. And little Easter egg: the name of the field. One of the developers, I think, had lost his wife or something. Like the the baseball field was named in memory of his wife, or in tribute to his wife, and so they carried that from Hmm. the game into the show, which I thought was great. And Ellie's mom. Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie's mom in the show, voiced yep. Ellie in the video games. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah, David's, really cool. da- yep. David's right-hand man in episode eight, who gets hatcheted in the neck, he played, Ugh. Troy Baker is his name, he played Joel in the video games. So they've done a really good job oh, of cool. bringing in video voice actors or video game yeah. voice actors yeah. as their characters. Into and, the show somehow. And mm-hmm. Marlene is Marlene from the game. So Marlene got to actually embody the character that she played in the video games as well. That's cool. Yeah, and I think Tommy from the game was Killer Kathleen's right-hand man. That's absolutely true. Yes, he he played Joel's Mm -hmm. brother in the game. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, So we finally get where she gets to the group. They take her. They put her on the table. They're getting ready to... uh, start this treatment process, which of course yeah. will kill her because it takes place in the brain. That's where the whole command center for this disease is. It's in the brain. So they need her brain to study it yeah. so that they can figure out how to fight this battle with this disease. Yeah. Joel does not want that. Mm-hmm. Joel goes through hell and back to get into that room to kill her. And it's funny. Cause I, I know I talk about just the, uh, how it, the whole thing just seems like a video game. And even in that one scene where he's coming through into shooting person after person to get Man. to her. And it's just like, I was like, I love how they just make it look so easy. Yeah. Just with him going through and shooting people. Because if I had the sticks during that scene, I probably would have died five times trying to save Ellie. Like the procedure definitely would have went through at least four or five times before I got to her. <laughs> Either I'm getting shot. Or I see the timer, like the countdown, you know, going like, you have three minutes to save her before surgery yeah. starts. And I just, I just never get there. Which is hilarious because 
in episode six, he's like, Tommy, you got to take her. I'm old. I'm frail. I have panic yeah. attacks. I can't perform under pressure. And then he gets the big stab. He nearly dies. And he comes back and he's like, no, fuck this. I'm the Terminator. Get away from my baby girl. And he just murks an entire hospital. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. Goodness. I do want to take, take a minute. Out. Huh? I do just want to pause, though, and say, like, the first, the plan A for the doctors was to remove the brain of the only person you thought could possibly right. survive yeah. this fun. Not a blood sample? Like, that just to me, Not right. I needed more time on that. This episode was really short. It was only, like, 43 minutes. They they needed to do more on that because that just felt so crazy illogical to me. Not a blood sample. Not let's look in her eyes. Let's not hear her heart. Let's not do any of that. Let's let's think, break out her brain. Well, in the I game, that's what that's what they were doing. And I yeah. know they weren't really trying to change things up too much unless it made yeah. a positive. Like that's what the, that's the whole thing they were going to do in the game. Yeah, I think if the goal was to have her go through with the surgery, they might have hit on that. But like that was just, I felt like a little, a little part of like all Joel heard was what you know what, and it was like over. Like that, what who can't like it wasn't even a a matter of the topic of like what was going to happen. It was like he was just not going to let it on. I mean, the episode was short. Oh, it felt short, but it left no questions. And I, and I liked the finale because it really made me curious about what's next. Like, I didn't have a bunch of questions of, like, what's, like, all these things that were going to happen. It was like, okay, so they've made, he's made the decision. He's maybe changed the trajectory of what could happen in this universe and people getting healed or not. So, like, what's, what's next? I, I think it was a really good to the point finale where I've been disappointed many, many times in the past. So I really, I really like this quick, I guess to the point wrap up. I mean, I, I was shocked. Like when you start shooting, like I was not expecting that for him just to go in and start killing everyone. Like that he killed the doctor. And like, I was definitely shocked on, on watching that. I thought that too. I was like, how many doctors are left here? And then he shot Marlene. Like, I was, like, he it was just everybody. all, like, it was, like, he just. He shot everybody. He just killed her them all. And he said, nope, because you're just going to come after her. Boom. And then he and lied to her. her like, that's it. Nope, yeah. Yeah. Because you're not coming after her. Yeah. And then her his now. conversation with Ellie, and he just, like, completely lies. Like, it's, I don't and know. It's, it's a weird it's, lie to tell her. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's a whole bunch of more people out there. Yeah. I'm like, No. That's not even, that's such a weird lie to tell her. Yeah, which which makes it a good finale because I'm now, I'm, I'm so curious and ready for the next seasons because he's completely just changed everything. Like, will she yeah. find out? Will she not find out? Like, is her hope, is the hope over for the world? Like, were these the only doctors, this Firefly and Cat, like, Campman? Like, what what's next? Is there anything next? Like, so I take it, it you are insane. not going to watch the gameplay on YouTube. What? Like I I I watched the part one on YouTube. Oh, so I watched okay. the gameplay, so I knew what happened. So I said, so I take it you're not gonna watch part two on YouTube. You're gonna wait. Yeah, I I, I mean, should I? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
You were like, what happens next? I was like, I, I like don't know. Spoilers. Are you going to go watch it? Are you gonna oh, it? so you, so I, I know. I, yeah, I think I saw something is episode two. Like it's like based on each of the like games or I don't really understand. Season, like, so they just, re- they just announced season two on? is going to go forward. They just announced it, but they also announced that they won't make season two a shot for shot of game number two like game number one is shot for shot for season one so they're going to they're going to pull game to the the sequel of the game throughout more than one season is the short way to say it um okay but yeah i i probably not i'll probably just let the season yeah i felt like what he did for her was like I said before, he he has known for ever, and with Marlene too, he was like, you didn't give her a choice. The autonomy of Ellie was his number one goal until he realized that she was going to die if she got to fulfill her own wish. And so then he gave her a false narrative and essentially said, you're not as special as you think, so just go live your life. Just go be a kid. Just go do the things... Yeah that kids do and the heartbreaking thing for me was like I said before she finally gave up her big deep dark secret like I had to kill my best friend I had to kill my first love because she turned and what else could I do and then she said if you swear to me I'll believe you and as soon as he says I swear she knows he's lying and that broke something so fragile and fundamental between the two of them that's what i think is going to be compelling for season two because it's broken now Mm. and he knows it and she knows it yeah but he also what he took away her autonomy which was the thing he knew she valued most so he but i don't think she was expected to expecting that she would die in order to help be the cure i think and maybe that's what he was trying to like i think she, i stop think from he, happening i think he knows that even if she knew that she would choose that route to so save more like, people yeah. so i think i think he knows after all of their conversations where she's like this has to be for something i will give myself up for the greater good she because she was signing on for all sorts of experimentation or something and so even if somebody was transparent and said you'll die in this process i think he knows Mm -hmm. for her she's like it's worth it if i can save the world and give people back their riley's and their sam's and their sarah's um and i think he was just like no just don't don't do that to yourself it's not worth it people are gonna be fine so I think, but I think that's the big betrayal for me is mm-hmm. he took away her autonomy again and and the fact that they both know that he lied. I think they both know that now. Yeah. You said Riley, Sam, and Sarah. Who's Sarah? His daughter. Duh. <laughs> I was thinking Tess. I said, okay, that's not Tess. I said, that's not her name. No, because no, Tess, Tess wasn't the one that like, like they had something, but like it's they had more like a mutual respect as like survivors. I feel like I just thought you were talking about people who had been turned. That's oh. why. That's why I was like, who? We see somebody named Sarah get turned. Who the hell is Sarah? That's that's yeah, true. I, but I meant more like the people lost and left behind. The Last of Us. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I'm on the same page. Um, 
So that case is through the series, or the season finale, not the series finale, because they yeah. will be back for a season two. Mm-hmm. Mariah is not going to watch the game, the, the walkthrough of part two. Shauna, are you going to watch the walkthrough? Of course I will. I already know. Two? I already know everything about games. Oh, you already do? Of course I do. I love spoilers. This game's been out for like 10 years too, so it's not like it's hard to find. I know. Okay, so probably I should just watch the walkthrough then. No, you don't have to. It's up to you. It's like nine hours long. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Which I guess if you look at it, it is like an episode. Like each episode is an hour. It probably is like a season. I think that if, which with social media, if I see something, which I probably will, that's going to give it away, then I'll probably go back and watch it. But if I can get to season two in a year or whenever that is from now, then I, I won't watch anything. I'll just let it happen. So okay. one of my coworkers, one of his good friends works on the games, like works at Naughty Dog and like works as like a script editor and stuff. So him and I have had lots of conversations about video, about this, these video games in particular and the direction and stuff. So that's always super fun to get to know people. Uh, who know about the game. So yeah, I'm definitely not depriving myself of any spoilers because I love them. <laughs> yeah, love I'm going to watch it as soon as I can also. I will say when I was, it, I, for some reason it hit me this past episode harder than most when they get through the intro of the whole HBO, like turning the TV on and the ha, huh, I in my head heard the house or the Game of Thrones music. Ooh. I do not know why. Hmm. And then so when the Last of Us started. I was like, oh, I wish it was Game of Thrones. So, so I don't know why that that happened, but also in in true in true like Shauna loves spoilers fashion. As soon as the last episode ended, husband Mike turned to me and was like, "So you know what happens in the games? You knew what this? You knew everything?" I was like, "I I knew ages. Ago. I knew weeks ago. Like they announced the they announced the show when I knew what was gonna. Of course I know. Like yeah." I immediately start watching the game. The play immediately started. Right, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. how we, just how some of us do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If if I if I get this spoiler, I will. I, I I actually I I don't like surprises, so I do like to read a few things. But my anxiety. <laughs> I do like a good shock value drama TV show, so I I do try to stay away from television spoilers as much as possible. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see how social media does it. Well, speaking of social media, Mariah, do you want to sign us off on social media feeds? Because we're not good at it. (laughs) Yes. So TikTok, obviously. Um, We have the YouTube channel that we're streaming. We have the Twitch that we're streaming and maybe a few other random games being played by our other podcasters once in a while. It seems like I figure out how to do the Switch. I'm on Denise PS5, so at some point. I'll try to Sean stream on I don't have, I, yeah, yeah, I, gotta I have been getting a surprising amount of Facebook notifications, so if it's you that you're watching this, I'm I'm going to be active on Facebook. I'll get us like our stuff posted there because I I I mean it's almost daily, like every other day, I, like three viewers, like someone looked at your Facebook page. So we'll be back on Facebook. So we got. And then Twitter, I'm not really sure what's happening over there. I think we have an account. I think there are a few like look tweets and it's it's, it's live it's viewings happening. I don't know how you do it. That's all I'm saying. I log in on mine. I try to switch over. It's a lot of stuff. By the time I go on TikTok and remember, it's just it's so much. I don't know how you do it. I'm just gonna be honest. 
So we got TikTok. <laughs> we got Instagram. We've got Facebook coming and we've got Twitter sometimes. Yeah. So, and so, yeah. So if you're listening to this, just follow us on everything. Everything's going to be different. It's a surprise. You'll never know what you're going to get. And reach out, rate us, review us, ask us stuff. We need the rating. We are always in our group chat. Yes. Yeah. Talking about like, what should we cover? What do the people want? Like, just if you just told us, I don't know what you want. Don't leave us five star reviews. So leave us the five star (laughs) review. Tell us what you want. You want to see us at a convention? We need the five star reviews. So conventions know that we're credible. (laughs) We're not just some drugs talking about nonsense. They need to know that we're worth being put on a panel. We're some drunks on a panel. So I know you're listening. (laughs) Drunks on a panel. I mean, look. We need to change our podcast name. Drunks on a panel. Look, drunk history is gold. I am still sad about drunk history being gone. Maybe that's maybe this is how we ended up where we are because I know we all love drunk history so much. (laughs) We do. Drunks on a panel. Drunks on a panel. Um, We do love some drunk history. San Diego Comic Con 2025. We're coming for you. This is us on a panel. This is what I'm doing. Oh wait, no wait. What year is it? We could be 2024. We're coming to you one early, one year early. Drunks we on a panel. The Spirit of Nerds. We're coming San Diego Comic Con 2024 next year. I'm applying for a professional badge once this year's over. I thought you were giving. We've us been a around for oh, no. a lot of amount of time. She's calling it 2024, not 2025. As originally yeah. stated, one year. We didn't actually record a, an anniversary podcast like we talked about, but we have been around for one year, everybody. Yes. Snaps. And I think you need 18 Shout months out. to be at, in San Diego Comic Con, so we're coming for you. Denise, you gotta get better at hurting drunks. I'm not, because you all are very entertaining to me right now. I'm just <laughs> watching and laughing. I can't. We're coming oh for you, Comic Con. We sure are. Well, I mean, I don't think you need a professional badge to do that. You just apply to be a panelist, but, you know. I haven't read And we've been around long enough, so we can get a professional badge. Threshold met. Goal achieved. And and Goal and maybe one day, 2025, I'll throw that number back out there. Maybe in two years, we could be a small panel in a back room that 10 people come to. You never know. I mean, that's the I'm there. That's the dream. That sounds like a great Exactly. Time. You already got four of us. All we need yeah. is six more. We just bring our buzz balls and we're great. Gold. We got Eric will be there. We got Mike. Riz. Um, baby. Riz. Our husband. Baby Rizzo. Um, baby Rizzo's there. Riz. Maybe. No kids. No kids. Oh, no okay, kids. so that's no negative two on Denise. And well, one maybe David's wife, adult, so that's so. three. And all we need are three more be seconds and we've got a we got yeah. a whole thing going. We got a party. Three of you. That's all we're at wow. the bar is so low. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. That being said, thank you for listening tonight. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I was not a better uh, drunk nerd herder. Um, but yes, like Mariah said, tune in to us next time. Let us know what you like. Leave us comments. Leave us reviews. Leave us feedback. Follow us on all the social media um, outlets that she mentioned before. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. See everyone next time.